You're listening to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver. Podcast. It's Corona Mania, brother. Corona Mania is running wild. Get some limes and enjoy a crisp Corona. Be- oh, no, that's, that's some completely different show of shit. Hey, guess what? I've got Corona of the brain. Well, I don't want to say that too loud because then the National Guard will come and arrest me and put me in a FEMA camp. But anyway, it's a Pittsburgh Power Driver podcast. Why don't you shut the hell up about your stupid Corona problems and have a listen to a podcast for like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, you know, Corona's going to come up because, you know, all of wrestling's affected by it. But if you want a nice little break, if you want to hear a bunch of idiots scream at each other about wrestling, this is the place to be. What a great time. Ah, oh, no, there's no good way to there's no good way to end that sentence. Uh, but anyway, we've got pod talk and wrestle time and uh, foosball. Idiots! So, shut up, Alec Ransom here. What's the Pittsburgh Pod Driver Podcast? I'm joined by Beat the Legend and Tiger Bomb Tom Poot the Bard, the best damn chooserweight champ there ever was. We'll be popping in here a little bit later. Uh, but for the time being, you've got the three morons ready to rock out. Um, before we go ahead and get started, I just want to say a quick shout out to the casual gaming dad. Go find him on the internet. He's there. Also, Sean Tischler. He does IWC Clearfield. Go find them on the internet. They're also there. Lots to talk about. Don't have a lot of time to suck the sponsors, D. So Beef can uh, do that at the end if the you know time permits. But anyway, what the hell's happening with the wrestling and the Coronas, boys? There's always time for de-sucking. Uh, you know, Poot, Poot will be along later. He's, uh, he's off, uh, you know, doing stuff because he's the voice of Clearfield. And he will work until the fucking sky cracks, the sky opens, and the fucking horsemen ride, man. So, like, and he'll be, he'll be announcing it the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so good on him, but he's, he's, he's doing his thing. But uh, us, we are... Uh, we are your island in the uh, the sea of despair and sadness because we hope to make you smile at least once tonight, today, whenever you're listening to us. Hell, listen to us four times. You're off. You're off drinking some bevs uh, and, uh, you know, watching some Netflix and chilling. So listen to us. Have some bevs. Smile. So, so look, speaking of smiling, I want to tell you this. We had a conversation about this in the chat earlier. I cannot see any way that WrestleMania is going to be good not in front of a crowd. I'm well, well, jumping right into it and I don't give a shit what either one of you two think. I know that you so, said AEW was good the other night. It was great last night. That's fine. It was great. But that's, that's an AEW like weekly show, house show, whatever you want to do. Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, whatever. This is supposed to be the biggest event of the wrestling year, according to Vince McMahon and his universal brain. According to everybody, if you if 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 you're in the business, WrestleMania is your Super Bowl. That's why there are all these indie wrestling places that are hurting now because they're planning to piggyback off it. But go on. So let me tell you this: even though they're going to split it up into two days, which is good, that's <coughs> I hope they continue to do that, even once people are back in front of a crowd. It doesn't matter if you put wrestlers in the stands cheering and booing. 
for a match. Because I can tell you this, AEW might run a little bit different. WWE, the wrestlers aren't going to go out there and cheer and boo for who they want. They're going to cheer and boo for who Vince McMahon tells them to cheer and boo for. So not one boo will be heard for Roman Reigns. Not one boo will be heard for John Cena. It's going to be very bad if that happens. If it doesn't happen, it's going to be super weird where it's WrestleMania, your biggest show of the year, in silence. I don't, I don't really see how good... I don't really care how good your announced team is. You can't cover that up. It's, it's not going to go well. The match is fucking good, but right. the show itself, not going to go well. So here's the thing. First of all, we are a little more than two weeks away still. Uh, so next, and, you know, we talked about what could happen last week. Now we know what has happened, and it's changed about four times since we talked about it last week. You know, here we're in Pennsylvania, obviously the Pittsburgh Pile Driver podcast, where at uh, 5.03 p.m. our governor mandated that all uh, non-life essential um, businesses, their physical brick-and-mortar locations, have to close. Um, so, like, talent industries, for example, the WWE, if they operated in Pennsylvania, would not be able to operate in Pennsylvania. Now, granted, they're operating in Florida, which apparently is like the fucking Wild West. Um, you know, <laughs> spring break! And fucking people are like, oh, the coronavirus, whatever. Like, hey, now now, now we've quadrupled the amount in, in, in fucking three days. Thanks, everybody. But, you know, like, shit is happening in Florida that it, it seems like no one gives two fucks about. So, um, but, you know, we, we don't know... You know, again, things change so rapidly with this. It, it, it's ever-evolving. It, it could be to where our president says, hey, you know what? This is a national thing. If you are non-life essential, which is defined pretty loosely, um, you, you can't work. And that would mean WWE talent cannot work. They cannot put on a show. Um, so, that all being said, I would like to refute your point, Rancid. No. Um, yes, I, so, I, and, 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 and I have other ideas as well that, that, I'll, that, I'll, that I'll sprinkle in, but I think that as a wrestling fan, one appreciates the, not, so, yes, like, WWE is my place to go for, like, the pomp and the circumstance, and that's why I love WrestleMania. The big flowery entrances, like the, the the big stupid stages, and everybody gets their own thing, and like the roar of the crowd. Like, yes, you are one hundred percent correct. Without those things, it almost seems superfluous. But we can still appreciate what's happening in the ring, which leads me to the point of the two day thing. They they uh, WWE announced last night, right before NXT went live. Uh, well, quote-unquote live, that they would be breaking it up into two days, uh, April 4th and April 5th. Uh, April 4th, hosted by Rob Gronkowski. Yay! No. But uh, the, uh, the, the idea is that, as opposed to having one day of a pre-show starting at 5, the main card starting at 7, and probably wrapping up at 11.30, you're going to have probably, presumably, two days. They probably won't do a two-hour pre-show on both days. They might. Who knows? 
Um, but you're going to have uh, matches spaced out now, okay? So we are going to have a shot at seeing a better product. As far as the crowd response go, and, 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 and I've been thinking about this. You're right. But there is a solid group, especially of, uh, of the internet wrestling community, the other IWC, that watches and appreciates New Japan. And if you watch and appreciate New Japan, they, it's, it is a very quiet thing. Um, now, they don't have their ring mic like the WWE does. Um, and, like, you get the occasional, you know, Kota! You know, real, real fucking annoying Japanese lady who's, who, who's, who's screaming for their, their, their favorite wrestler. But it's very rare. Yeah, there's a dull murmur a couple times, but, you know, it, it's still relatively quiet. So, I think that the WWE athletes have two weeks to pull this together. To try and adapt their style to where they're not playing to the crowd. To where they are playing to the cameras. And they are trying to get feelings from people that are watching as opposed to in the venue itself. What do you think, Tom? Wow. I don't know. I, I just kind of spaced out with all the corona talk. Because, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm I'm on Corona overload. Um, Corovaload. Corovaload, yeah. Um, that and I'm that and I'm actually in the middle of a, a game of Risk, so I was highly concentrated on not getting my ass killed right now. Whoa. Um, ah, Risk, global pandemic domination. Oh, um, no. Spreading like the coronavirus. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, obviously, like people just have to pull their heads out of their asses and realize, like where the priorities really are like like i was even discussing with beef before this i was like you know i was like selfishly like a basic little white bitch or whatever you know uh like white girl basic bitch sort of thing oh i'm uh you know i'm a little worried that uh that you know this whole thing is going to be still going on and that i'm not going to be able to get the uh pre-orders from gamestop which technically as you know doesn't seem important and it kind of seems like Ah, it's just a video game or whatever, but it's kind of my side business, so it does affect me in that way because, you know, I've been uh, been promising that you know I'm gonna have this, I'm gonna have that or whatever, and I took off and I I, I literally took off work so I can stream stuff day one, and now that may not happen. So obviously, I think people will understand. Um, for those that don't. They can go fuck themselves for just oh. anybody else who exactly. I don't oh, care. My fuck. goodness. Yeah. Um, but you know, for people that don't understand it and don't realize where the priority is and what's actually important, well, pull your head out of your ass and you know, fucking shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> it, I I wondered I wondered for you know I was wondering if WWE would even keep operating at all because I know that there have been other wrestlers like. Um, that if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think Impact uh, Sammy Callahan said, you know, screw storylines, screw kayfabe. This is about my health, and I'll see you all whenever this is over. Um, now I'm not saying that every wrestler shares that sentiment, and I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. Everybody has their own opinion. If you really, if your heart is in it, and you want to go out there and perform, and if you can do so safely, without you know uh, being the cause of further contamination and everything like that then all well and fine 
that's that's why all these self-quarantine measures are in place you know like literally when it all when everything kind of all blew up here in this last week or so we literally last sunday had uh, no i'm sorry not this past sunday the sunday before we got an email from our work and me doing massage therapy obviously i'm in contact with the general public quite a bit um we got an email saying that they were going to institute a uh you know like a travel kind of measure where like if somebody said that they had traveled to like japan and germany and whatever since the beginning of the year we were not going to be able to service them etc cetera, etc cetera. um and same went for uh you know for us like we had to sign saying we had to sign this waiver saying that we had not traveled either okay at that point maybe that was good enough then it then within a week it was hey uh we got to shut down because we are not allowed to do anything else right now and it's like oh well shit okay then guess we don't have a choice <clears throat> so I really at the end of it, it's everybody's just got to kind of just got to kind of take it day by day and see what happens. Should you know, like people are going to debate, well, should you know, should the wrestlers even be wrestling? That's a whole nother, you know, uh, a whole nother argument in itself. Um, but put a, I, I put a, I put a pin in that, Tom, because I I want to come back around to that another point. So, we, like, write that down will. or something because I, I I definitely want to discuss that point, but go on. We will. Um, but I mean, to Ransom's point, yes, I I can't see WrestleMania. It's obviously not going to live up to expectations of WrestleManias of the past because it's it's a totally different situation right now. Now I still haven't watched. Uh, I haven't watched any wrestling this last week because I I've, I've been busy doing a shit ton more streaming and just uh, getting more merchandise in my section and updating all that. So shameless self promotion there. But. Um, from what from all accounts of what i've heard given the circumstances of what it was i heard that you know the weekly shows did a really good job on raw and smackdown and uh AEW. No. i i raw and smackdown were piss and shit but AEW and nxt were decent again given the situation of what it was i that's from all accounts of what i've heard i don't know i haven't watched them yet I was still kind of on my Raw and SmackDown ban anyways, since uh, he who shall not be named is still the Universal Champion. Uh, but, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I just I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, I don't know. So here's, so, so, so here's the thing that I think really could save WrestleMania is the whole multiple location thing. Um, if it's... So, here's the thing with the Performance Center. It is a very intimate setting. You want to have NXT there? Okay. Um, but Raw and SmackDown felt super weird from a... And, and when NXT was there last week, uh, well, two weeks ago now, th there was a crowd there. With Raw and SmackDown, obviously, it's a big, empty warehouse. I, you know, if, if they can, and, and, and the rumor is that they're going to, they want to have multiple locations outside of the performance center. So we're talking at least two other arenas. Uh, word would be MSG, Madison Square Garden would be one, um, and who knows, you know, potential. I, you know, kicking it back to the days of WrestleMania 2 almost, um, with the whole closed circuit thing where they switch back and forth, you know, I, 
Here's the thing with WrestleMania. I'm going to take a Fans shot every is... time Beef says, here's the thing. That's oh. my thing, man. That's, that's you know, it's my gimmick. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so well, I was just going to say that I was going to take exactly. a shot. <laughs> that's um, why I had to say it. But oh, boy, uh, the, uh, the thing with WrestleMania is, like, here's the thing. <laughs> it would be very boring if they just did it from the Performance Center with the same setup that they've had. Because it's a small venue. I would love to see them do a bigger venue, put together a stage, have Pyro do the stupid, like, three-dimensional, um, what, what's it called? The, uh... Like graphic. the superimposed the, 3D thing. The, exactly, yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. So that, you know, do, do whatever you're gonna do to do make it thing. feel... Yeah, do the, do the thing, yeah. Um, oh, um, WrestleMania and I do the thing. Um, but, you know, do, do the things that make WrestleMania special outside of the crowd. Here's, here's the Don't problem without a crowd. <laughs> okay. I think that the, the, the issue without a crowd is that we are so pre-programmed now because of what NXT has given us the last four years of epic encounters that, like, when... For example, uh, they they showed the better part of um, Cole versus Ciampa last night on NXT. And when Cole hit the last shot and Ciampa kicked out, the crowd went nuts. Because it's like, oh my god, that's his finish. Ciampa's definitely going to win now. So, like, you know, I, I think that the false finishes are probably going to land a little more dull. They so, need to not and, do and, them. Right. And again, this is something where... They they have two weeks to kind of um, go back to the drawing board. Out. Exactly, to figure it out. To go back to the drawing board to adapt their style for this particular environment. Is it going to be a top 10 WrestleMania? Probably not. No. Uh, but it, but it, it has potential, given some of the matches, given the way that some of these guys can work. Well, I, I, well, let me know when you're done. I got something to say. You're good. You're good. No, I don't want to cut. You, I don't want to cut you off. I, I was. I was just gonna say. I, I. I feel optimistic, but the fact that they broke it down into two nights and they're talking about multiple locations, I feel optimistic that maybe, just maybe, we might not get as big of a shit show as everybody wants to think it's gonna be. All right. So the multiple locations, like I said, like we talked about, good. Multiple nights, good. I. I don't really think. I don't really think the size of the venue is going to honestly factor into it. Now, like you said, if they're able to go somewhere where they can create a good stage, fine. That will help. The Performance Center stage definitely will not do anybody any favors. But, you know, I, I don't have any inclination on why the size of the venue would matter. If it's a small venue or a large venue, it's empty. Who gives a shit the size? If you can put a stage together and make it look impressive, good. But WWE needs to do more than just adapt the way that the wrestlers are going to wrestle inside the ring. And this is going to be a lot to ask because everybody in WWE has been conditioned to yep. play to the audience in their entrances, in their matches, at the finishes, everything. It's designed to play to the audience. It's not designed to play to the people at home. It's designed to play to the audience there. 
because that's going to get the reaction. The people at home who are watching it have already bought it. WWE already has their money. So you don't have to play to them. You have to play to the people in the arena. Granted, they've already bought the money too, but they're the ones who can influence things, the people in the arena. So the one thing I took away from the one, I can't remember which one it was, Raw or SmackDown that I watched, I watched the first, like, oh, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes of it. You, and again, I, I don't see how they're going to be able to change the way these wrestlers were conditioned to WWE entertain in just two weeks. They're going to fall back on habits of what they've been programmed to do. Having wrestlers come to the ring with their entrances, still pandering to the crowd that isn't there is stupid looking. It looks awful. Hold on. I, when you get finished on that point, I have a point. Good enough. Um, the one thing I could, the, the, the real big takeaway I have from that is, um, and Beef, you could probably tell me if this was a Raw or SmackDown, the opening match was a women's tag match. Bailey and Sasha Banks came out first. They were doing their normal entrances like they were pandering to the crowd. Bailey was pandering to the crowd that wasn't there in that arena. Now, granted, you can't just hit, have your music hit, come out on the stage, pose real quick, and then just flat-out blanket walk to the ring. I mean, you're not The Rock, and you're not Stone Cold. But at the same time, like standing up there being like, hey, look at me, bouncing around, showing your stupid, you know, boss knuckles, and, you know, Bailey coming in like she's jawing at nobody. She's jawing at nobody because there's nobody there. That looks bizarre and weird. And for people who are used, people like me, who are used to seeing the crowd reaction and things like that, we're not used to watching Japanese wrestling where the crowd is silent. So most WWE fans aren't going to appreciate the silence. They're going to see the awkwardness and the weirdness like I saw. So you can't, I don't know, I, just, I don't think you can come to the ring jawing and pandering to an empty arena with no one there because you're getting zero reaction. It's silence. Fellas. I really wish real, 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 real oh, hi, hi, Poot. Uh, before Tom puts his puts his point in here, I really wish you guys would have watched Dynamite last night uh, because you would have had a much better frame of reference. Because I'm telling you, like I I was in the same spot that you guys are right now, saying, "Oh, I don't know." After watching Dynamite, I feel and and again, you're you're right, Ransom. Uh, WWE is not AEW, but I'm telling you one fucking thing, man. If they're smart, if Vince and Sean and Hunter and fucking, uh, fucking Doc Pritchard and whoever's doing the fucking booking now, if they're smart, they were sitting there with an Oakland tablet because... An Oakland Daly's, one. You heard me. Daly's place was a perfect venue. It was empty, but it still had like an outdoor feel because Daly's place. It is technically outdoors. So, like, it, it, it didn't feel, like, terribly empty as, as as odd as it sounds like yeah having the boys there helps for sure but i think even without them they did a wonderful job all of the AEW wrestlers did a great job in doing what they do best which is just going out and performing so i mean that that's what i'm saying i i, I wish you guys would have what it would have had time to take and, and, and watch AEW last night because it 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 gave me hope and and again i i understand it's apples and it's lemons uh, and, and we are all going to be biting the fucking lemon uh, the week after WrestleMania, for sure. 
right. But, so uh, you know, it it, it 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 gave me hope. Go ahead, Tom. So so here's the thing with the um, something that I was listening to with uh, uh, again, I, I I take a I take a lot of points and um and critique and stuff from Bully Ray because from listening to somebody who's been in the business and I feel like he has a really good mind for things like um, not always. The okay. fuck was that? Damn it, Poot! What? <laughs> oh. Fucking gift you put in the chat, you bet. Wow, you're about like fucking 15 <laughs> seconds. That's later. one of my favorite wrestling moments ever. I know, right? <laughs> whenever the Anyways. whenever the Iron Sheik wrestled a gummy worm. Not that one, the Batista the one. Batista one. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah. So, anywho, um, <laughs> so, uh, Bully, uh, Bully Ray brought up a really good point. Um, even with the stuff going on on TV, like, the, uh, like how it is in the empty arena. WWE always has been and always will be um, a, t a TV kind of company. Like, even if there's not a crowd there, they're told and they're taught how to, you know, sell to the hard camera and stuff like that, which is what they normally do. So, yeah, it could. I, I didn't see it yet for myself. Like, you know, by all accounts, having Bailey and Sasha or whoever come out and pander to nobody. Okay. Yeah. It's super awkward. I mean, so weird. It's 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 gonna be weird, and but it's uh, again, people gotta take it at face value. Like, look at the situation that we're in, sort of thing. Like, what else are you supposed to do? You can't go out there and you don't want to just half-ass it because, I mean, it, it's so, it, you don't you don't want to fall out. Of, oh, hold on, hold on. You don't want to you yeah. don't want to fall you don't want to fall out of practice. But the same thing at the same time, go back and watch some of the promos and see how many of them sold to the hard camera like they're supposed to and stuff like that and and did it that way like like they're taught go ahead Beef. and i'm gonna talk about I'm, I'm gonna talk about raw here in a little bit because it was shitty for all the wrong reasons but um so and and, and Putin, i know you're looking to begin the edge we're, we're an edge boys buddy so i'm gonna make it quick what if they piped in crowd noise not necessarily booze and cheers but just like ambient mumblings and the occasional cheer like, I mean, and, and I'm not saying, like, studio laughter and things like that, but, like, you know, I, I I think if they piped in some ambient crowd noise, it would make it a little bit more bearable. Um, possibly. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Poop? Well, I watched Raw. Rather, I skimmed through Raw. And the most entertaining thing about Raw, well, well was the beginning and the end. Edge's promo that proves that someone really good and really talented can do what they do and no matter where you know it it, it was the promo equivalent of wrestling a broom like he did a really good job of making you believe and then the other thing that was hilarious was stone cold getting up on the turnbuckles and going oh hell yeah to the crowd and him like having that realization no one's there and he's like ah oh, fuck like that made me chuckle. And then when he chugged his beers and just took a back bump, like that, that made me laugh. But everything else, I was just kind of like underwhelmed. I was absolutely underwhelmed. It felt weird. They tried their best, but you know what? Sometimes your best just isn't good enough. Like, I mean, it was just kind of mediocre. I watched highlights from, from uh, Dynamite, and I got to say, it is real. I like that idea of having the boys outside being the crowd because everyone seemed looser. Everyone seemed like they were like, all right, you know what? We're playing to a TV audience. No one's here. Let's just have fun. It felt like a house show, 
but not like a house show in the fact that it was like, oh, here's the C-level low-card talent. It was like, it felt like a house show in the way that it was just fun, at least the little bit that I saw. I think that every wrestler, like, organization should do that right now. I think that's a brilliant idea to have the boys out there. As long as they stay kayfabe, I think it would be really cool. Um, they've they've done not that kind of stuff before, but they've had the entire roster appear on TV uh, for various reasons. Lumberjack matches, um, real, uh, like, segments, uh, or, like, segments, and then, like, actual real things like... Um, uh, you know, memorials and stuff. And I understand a memorial is a little bit different. What did I just drop? Oh, Jesus. Um, but uh, oh, my a sick beat, my um, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 point is like it can work. It's just it has to be done really carefully. And the thing is, I, WWE has never been careful about fuck all anything. Nope. So, yeah, that I I think I think it can work. I think honestly, they're getting through the hump. WWE is getting through the hump of why the fuck is Vince McMahon not care about his his employees? Why does he not care about the wrestlers? Why doesn't he care about them? He's putting them all in danger. How come he doesn't just cancel? How come he doesn't this? And it's starting to turn over into. Okay, we're seeing a two-day WrestleMania. We're seeing it, you know, I mean, you know, Dopey Magoo is hosting it. But, like, <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's like now, to me, it's kind of turning over into, you know what? Maybe somewhere in that black, black heart of Vince McMahon, he's thinking, we got to give people something to do. Sure, a lot of it's probably motivated by money, the fact that he'll be the only sports game in town. And he'll probably get more viewers than he's ever had. I I have not no doubt, but I think it's definitely a real possibility that this will be like one of the most viewed WrestleManias ever because of there's the fact there's no on. there's no other sports. But well, let's circle back around but, to a discussion we talked about a couple weeks ago. Okay. This would be a great okay. time to fucking sell and say, hey ESPN, hey Fox, hey NBC, hey CBS. You know, you want to run WrestleMania? It's the only live sporting event that you're going to get this hemisphere. And right now, pretty much the world. Like, now is the time to pimp that shit. And I think that that's probably a motivation, maybe, that Vince might might still be trying to play with that a little bit. That's all well and good, but they have to put on a decent show, regardless of who who they're going to pander to, who they're going to sell it to. Or else it's going to come off as a colossal failure. And like you were saying, Beef, with the whole AEW thing, even back during the Monday Night Wars, uh, you know, and I've heard several different, you know, people talk about this, people involved with WWE uh, in the back during the Monday Night Wars, they didn't watch WCW whenever they were doing their shows. They barely watched WCW when they weren't putting on their 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 programming so like they they rarely went even back and watched what what wcw did the previous night and that's a competitor who was gunning to put them out of business so i i honestly don't think the AEW Mm. is going to be a blip on vince's radar so a i don't think vince watches aew i don't think he 
pays attention to what they're doing. I don't think he does, but, 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 but I think enough of the people in the back do that can get so into his ear about it. That leads me to B, settle down, freaking blabbermouth. <laughs> that leads me to B, which is AEW did it first. And Vince does not like to do something or push something that he's not sole responsible for creating. Uh... That's been admitted to by several people. So if AEW is doing this where he, they're putting the wrestlers out there first, they're the first ones to do it, they kind of like coined the idea, that's not going to be something that Vince McMahon is going to jump on because A, we're circling back around to A, new point, he didn't do it first, he didn't come up with the idea, and he's not going to want to do it at WrestleMania because people who watch yes. both shows are going to go, oh, Vince did what AEW was doing. And B, I don't think Vince McMahon is going to want to give AEW credit for coming up with a good idea that he then had to adopt to make his program during these trialing times better. So even if it is a good idea, there's many reasons why Vince McMahon probably won't do that. He might, but there's, there's plenty of reasons why he won't do it. To be and fair. If he doesn't, don't to be fair me. Okay. <laughs> if he doesn't, it's gonna be weird. Because I'm gonna say it again. These people, these WWE superstars, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, they're not conditioned to not have an audience there. And two weeks isn't gonna be enough time for them to figure out how to concentrate on what's happening in the ring and not focus on that silence. The false finish is like you real said. Quick. Yeah, two two points real quick. One, um, uh, actually, Vince started the idea first because the start of this was John Cena watching 205 Live from production in the arena and kind of like popping and marking out a little bit. They post WWE posted that video online. So and 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 you know, it it doesn't take a, a you know a, a billion dollar empire to go. This is a good idea. Brittany, my lovely wife, sat to me on Monday night. She said, they should just put the wrestlers out there and watch the show. Fucking lo and behold, AEW is like, hey, let's put the wrestlers out there and watch the show. Brittany's so, the AEW confirmed. They, yes, Br- Brittany is the AEW booker. You got it. She, she, she's the real exalted one. You're, um, welcome. you're welcome, she says. Um, secondarily, as far as the guys not being able to recondition themselves, guys and girls... We need to remember that this crop, the most recent crop of, of superstars, are independent ladies and gentlemen who spent most of their career not pandering to crowds, with the exception of Oldberg and Orton and Edge and, um, and Brock Lesnar. And, I mean, Brock Lesnar doesn't fucking pander to anybody anyway, so no biggie there. But like, with, with the exception of a, of a select few... Most of these guys and girls cut their teeth coming up through ranks where there's hardly real, a crowd as it is. There's hardly a crowd as it is where they were focused on their in-ring acumen. So, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 going to be tough because you're right. As soon as they get to the main roster, it's you know hard camera, sell to the crowd, hard camera, sell to the crowd. There's a lot but, of conditioning that they do. There is, but I think they can also, I, in my mind, anyway, I, I, I would hope that, the, that it's like riding a bike and that they can turn that off as well. We'll see. 
like I said, they, you know, they, they have two weeks to they, they have two weeks to figure it out. Um, if 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 nothing else, like I said, I, I I am hopeful. If nothing, because let's again, let's be real and let's and let's talk reality. This WrestleMania, I and 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 I said it what like ten weeks ago, probably not that long, like eight weeks ago. I said that it didn't feel like WrestleMania season. It it just something fell off because nothing was jumping off the page. Like yes, we have our Undertaker appearance. Maybe the American Badass is coming back. That'd be cool. Like yes, we're getting Edge's in in ring return for a singles match, and you know, but like there was not a lot that was jumping off this page anyway. So to me, we have a chance now to make something that would have been. Probably, and then again, you know, we'll never know where this would have fallen in the echelon of it. It may have been the greatest of all time, but we'll never know. Um, but, but honestly, given the card, given what it was looking like, it probably would have fall, fallen outside the top fifteen. Now we're getting a chance to see something unique, and seeing the guys and girls have a chance to actually go out and perform, not just ham it up for the fucking sponsors and the crowd, but like actually go out there. And wrestle clean, good matches. So if they can pull that off, and if they can present something unique and different, and and, and at the end of the day, uh, we'll 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 kind of weave what Tom and Tom said here earlier. Uh, at at the end of the day, and and Poot mentioned it as well. You know they're doing this for us, not the Pittsburgh Piledriver podcast, the 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 Royal We. Um, because there is so the much editorial. awful the editorial there there's there's so much I can always count on you for an offer for for a, a Lebowski reference thanks Poot got back um, just in time for that one yeah you rock um there, there there's so much doom and gloom happening right now there's so much uncertainty people are panicking people are freaking out people are stress eating people are stress buying people are having anxiety attacks people are breaking down um you know is, that's is, just it, is it and that's on just a me. Wednesday. <laughs> Is that is 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 it necessary? Is it overkill? We don't know. We'll you know. Chances are we'll probably never know. Um, but the bottom line is this is doing kind of a lot of crazy things to people, and and these guys and girls are out here. Them and AEW are 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 the things that are trying to take our minds off of everything. So if if WWE for two days, two evenings can take our mind off of the awful on the outside. And even even if it's just us sitting here and going, man, that was fucking awful. Oh man, Baszler versus Becky Lynch, man, what a stinker that was. Like, oh man, I can't believe Goldberg beat Roman Reigns. Like, even if it's just us being hypercritical, it's still giving us a chance to then for, forget about what's happening and be focused on something else, which and then in turn we're doing to try and help other people. Again, you know, like the all, 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 all 15 listeners we have. But still, we are doing our part to help. And, and other people like Bully, Ray, etc. So, I mean, this, this, they are giving us a vehicle and they're giving them a vehicle. They're, they're giving other people a vehicle to try and get people's minds off of the real world, which is never a bad thing. Wow. Uh, all right, good show, everybody. Yep. Tune in yeah, tonight right. for another rendition of fucking <laughs> Beef's Wisdom. Hey man, I I I have to deliver yeah. some positivity, you know, because over. yeah, all right.
Fuck you guys, I'm going home. All right, yeah. you are home. You're already home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Uh, so, I mean, let me, I, let me, let me, let me bounce off of my wonderful, positive, flowery thought to this. Oh, Raw oh. was an absolute excrement on Monday night. So, I caught pizza pieces of SmackDown. It was weird, so back but to okay. normal is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> um, cannot, cannot confirm, have not watched. SmackDown was what it was because it was their first show in a big empty building. Like you said, they're kind of feeling their way through it. I, oh, I love the day. You, mm. did, did you guys hear that on SmackDown, apparently, during the women's, uh, during the women's match, um, in some of uh, countries outside the United States, they accidentally broadcast in between, like, the ring in between commercial breaks, and they didn't wrestle. They were just standing nope. there, like, yucking it up Talking. and, like, talking, yep. high-fiving. Yeah. No, I didn't yep. hear that. Yeah. And they, oh, yeah. They accidentally there's there's broke, video of it. So they broke a law, like, every kayfabe ever. Because they were wow. yucking. Uh, they Cornette. were just yucking it has, up. Has anybody checked on Jim Cornette? Is he okay? Who cares? Fuck he might be. Yeah, right. Motherfucker. Um, but, Motherfucker. Uh, the so, so like Cornetto, on Daniel Bryan, Cornetto nineteen. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, indeed. Um, so, but but Daniel Bryan came out and started doing his like yes chant, and he's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And uh, Drew Gulak, who was like coaching him that night, was like, "You know, man, do it. Psych Dude. yourself up." Like I was like, "All right, that's cool." So like you know, SmackDown last Friday, they were still finding their footing, but man, Raw, they just fucking phoned it in. You know what Raw was? I'll tell you what Raw was. Uh, the Royal Rumble match, which was two hours, uh, a, a great edge Did they promo. show the whole thing? The whole fucking Royal Rumble match, wow. yes, sir, start to finish. Yep, yep, so, uh, hey, we got Lesnar on Raw, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> that's the only way. But, uh, so, yeah, that, that, that was literally two hours. Um, and then they had Ray versus Andrade, which was an okay match. And that was why, the match. Why? Sorry, I gotta interject. Why the fuck do we need to see Ray versus Andrade yet again? Isn't that because fucking? Isn't that all played out? Come on. They're 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 building it up for the fatal four way match at WrestleMania, which is was supposed to be. Who knows what the fuck's happening now? But it's supposed to be Ray, Andrade, Umberto, and um, Angel Garza uh, yeah. for the United States title. Um, but uh, that that notwithstanding, they put on an okay match. Especially yeah. for having no crowd, it was it was okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, then you had Undertaker come out with like his 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 overall bib down, kind of looking kind of portly, uh, and, and 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 a fucking ski cap. It's fucking Florida in the spring, Undertaker. What are you wearing a ski cap for? Because he can do and what he then, wants. Phoning it that, in. That's, that's why. And coming in and flipping the table, and then Luke Gallows and uh, Carl Anderson got 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 by him. And uh, the, the only the only hope there was that the American Badass might be back, and then uh, Stone Cold, the to me one of the guys who you can put a stick in his hand and say, "Go ahead, man, go do your thing," and you're gonna get something good. And he absolutely stunk up the joint. They first of all they gave him cue cards. You 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 give a guy who is. One of the best riffers in the industry, cue cards. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. Um, and then, and then um, he 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 kept repeating, "Oh man, tough crowd, tough crowd." Like he said it like four times. Clearly, that was something Vince was like, "Hey man, make sure it's a tough crowd." But um, I mean, it was it was absolute excrement. It was just 
not a good segment. And I I like Stone Cold. Um, I, I I like the nostalgia of Stone Cold, but it it just did not work on Monday night. So 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 it was three that, three three hours of a waste for me. So all that aside, now you were saying that AEW did everything right. Now I have a couple questions for you, and I know where I know there's going to be some spoilers, and I think I already know a few, um, even though I didn't watch, but. Um, how well did the um, did anything with like Lance Archer go over? And uh, did uh, did Brody Lee make his debut? He sure yep. fucking did. Okay, um, so how so now how did how do you feel that went over despite the empty arena? You know who else made his his debut last night for AW? Um, Matt Hardy. Vanguard one. That's right. Um, and Matt Hardy. Um, and wait, Vanguard one. Oh man, the fucking buzzing. Uh, what, yeah, Vanguard who, who, One is uh, is is Matt Hardy's um, drone. Oh, <laughs> okay. The, okay, okay. Matt Hardy's drone. That's why I love that character so much. <laughs> oh okay. my god! So did he debut as Broken Matt Hardy? He did. He did. Uh, he's he's like a fucking Silverhawk man. That thing. That thing is like his like familiar man. It's 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 wild. Anyway, so Lance Archer is paired up with Jake the Snake, which is gold. Right. Um, Jake gave a weird promo, and sometimes Jake's promos are weird. Sometimes. sometimes okay, but he's also <laughs> one of the great talkers of the business. Uh, I'll it give just, him that. He's he's great on the mic because he he was very menacing, and he didn't have to yell and scream to make you right. like. He made you listen to him. No, I, I don't deny that. But yeah, no. But that saying that his promos are sometimes weird is kind of like saying like. You know, the sun sometimes comes out during the day. Well, I mean, you know, the, the beauty of Jake's promos were sometimes, like, after you saw the forest from the trees, you were like, oh. So maybe that's going to so be, like, a come smell to your own Wait, so you saw the forest through the trees. Did you smell your own shit on your knees? No, Marilyn, no. I did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. The, Thank uh, you for getting that reference. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm, I'm here for the 90s all day. Uh, so the, um, but like, you know, so, sometimes, so, so, so I'm hoping that, 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 that there'll be a come to Jesus moment with these, with these Jake Roberts promos. Cause they're last night was kind of goofy, but it is what it is. Um, so Lance hasn't done much, but they're kind of warming him up to it. Kind of like Wardlow. They're, they're, they're kind of dipping their feet in, uh, by the way, Wardlow's fucking, um, when, uh, when, when Jericho came out, Sammy Guevara took it upon himself to sing, um, Judas with MJF. And, and and the whole fucking time, Wardlow was just sitting there with this weirdest fucking look in his face, like, "What the fuck are you two doing?" <laughs> um, That's awesome. But uh, as far as Brody Lee's debut, uh, I mean, was he part I, of the Dark Order? He was. He 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 is the exalted one. Hooray! Um, I I feel bad for the guy because, you know, he was set to. This was supposed to be in Rochester, his hometown. And the the fucking roof would have come unglued. Uh, I I I feel it probably would have been one of the bigger pops of the year. But he he did a good job. Um, he he, did he uh, look the same. He well, kind of. Um, he had his hair kind of pulled up in a ponytail, uh, man bun style thing. His beard is 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 is, is a little bit more clean cut. Um, but he's actually talking, so that's a good thing. He's a good talker. Going, he's a great talker. Uh, he was talking to, about Christopher Daniels, and he said, uh, you're not the first old, old, old out-of-touch man to not believe in me, and you're, go oh. but you're going to be the last. Oh, Yum. yeah, exactly. Shots fired. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so I, 
I like Brody Lee, and I like this role for him. Uh, it makes sense to give Brody Lee underlings. Uh, you know, it was weird having both him and Matt Hardy debut, but like AEW, God love them. They're like, here's our plan. You know, we're not going to change our plan because you know the fucking Coliseum is falling apart. We are going. How did to... Matt Hardy make his debut? Uh, it was in the stands. So they um, last night during uh, Dynamite, and I, my God, I keep trying to call it Impact. I, if wow. I ever do, it's not an insult. I'm talking about when Impact was good with like Styles and Joe and Angle and Daniels and Kazarian, not like the bad Impact now. Now, but, quick question: Is is Hardy paired up with anybody? Is he part of any sort of alliance? Because they seem well, to be they seem to be doing I, a whole lot of aligning and like making a whole lot of it's kind trios. of it, it. It's he's. It, I think it's one Tangential. of those things. I think it's kind of one of those things where like the Avengers occasionally will work with Loki. Okay. Or Wolverine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the, the whole night, because they're, they're building up to Blood and Guts, uh, which is their War Games match, um, which is scheduled for the quote-unquote next time that they bring AEW to us. I was worried that they were saying that last night because I was thinking, oh, man, it's going to be like a month before AEW is back on the air. That's not the case. Um, they were forward-thinking and kind of what I was talking about earlier where they didn't want to assume that they'd still be on the air next week. That you know that there may be some fucking like lockdown in progress where right. no one can work, you know. So they didn't want to presume that it would be next week. They just said the next time we bring you dynamite, it'll be there. So anyway, they're gonna do blood and guts to an open empty crowd, which is interesting. But the whole night they're plugging that Nick Jackson is hurt, and that it's so for blood and guts just to kind of catch everybody up. It's the elite versus uh, the inner circle: Jericho, LAX, Sammy Guevara, uh, Jake Hager. Versus Cody, Kenny, the Bucks, and Hangman Page. Uh, why, Hangman, why Adam Page. You, thank you, Jesus Christ! Don't Jr. It. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I I got it. Just just popped in there. Anyway, um, so they, the the whole the whole night they're playing up this Nick Jackson inju injury because the uh, inner circle crushed him with a garage door last week. So uh, I'm like, oh shit! You know, he's he's either got he's either got the fucking COVID. Or a concussion, one of the two. Either way, it's not a good thing. The COVID. Um, I, I I almost said the MRSA. Um, but so like, and then at the I, end I of the night, the MRSA, I think the MRSA is worse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Worse. Um, so at the end of the night, uh, they they, <laughs> they they do a three on three match. I'm I'm trying to battle through, guys. I'm, I'm really I'm really trying. You guys are killing me. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. We night, really love do... the Beef the Legend podcast. The Beef the Bunder. Beef the blunder. See, I can't. What I'm here for. Uh, the end of the night, they do a three on three match with uh, um, Nick ja or Matt Jackson, Hangman Page, and Cody versus LAX and Hager, and um, for 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 who gets the advantage? You know, who, who gets the you know two on one, three on one advantage in in, in more games, and uh, the the inner circle won. And then after the match, they, you know, Jericho did his big thing. Ha ha, you guys are losers. It's, you know, now not only do we have the advantage, but it's five on four. And Matt Jackson was like, oh, hey, you're right about one thing. It's, you know, we, we don't have the advantage, but it's not going to be five on four. It's going to be five on five. And then they superimposed this weird fucking buzzing sound, which I guess was supposed to be Vanguard one. 
and then they had Van oh, Gogh come to the ring. Oh, that wasn't superimposed. Have you ever heard you a serious? drone? Have you ever heard a drone, Dum Dum? They Not, are loud no. as fuck. You're saying that was the real Vanguard One sound? Yes. Wow. Okay. Learn some every day. Wait. Uh, and can, then... I, can I ask? Can I ask one more question? Have they have they done a thing like you know how they did before? Whenever they were signing people and they said like you know like somebody is AEW. Have you seen or have they done a thing like Vanguard One is AEW? No, but they should. So, God, one, I want to see that. One of to get on us. Uh, anyway. Listen, so then, wait, so then they, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much faith I have because they still don't have Jerry Lynn. Still doesn't have a picture up on their website. So I mean, let's let's you know. I don't fair, know. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so like Jericho was like, "What do you mean? What, what's going on?" And then like the, the the weird like creepy piano music starts playing, and they cut to like uh, um, like 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 a box in the crowd, and it's and it's it's a uh, broken Matt Hardy um, with his like little broken outfit and like red hair with his white and. Going yeah, and then doing the delete and everything. It, it was it was it was well received. At least I think it was. Um, but uh, I you know to, to answer your question, both of those debuts I think came off very well, um, especially given the circumstances. Uh, you know, again, you you feel bad for the guys, but I but I think they came off well. I mean. They did, but like, man, can you? I was just trying while I was watching all that stuff to imagine the pop. The pop would have been huge for Matt Hardy. I agree, and and and, and Brody Lee. Yeah, Brody Lee, though. I'm sorry, he needs he needs better in ring gear because he looks like a henchman. Yeah, it looked dumpy. I I was I was expecting like you know, um. Exalted garb, you know, like you know, something, something you can fucking make in WWE 2K20 when it's not fucking freezing up on you. So uh, <laughs> you're still you know, playing I was, that. Won't buy it. I'm, I'm trying, I, I... man. Hey, like I said, <laughs> I got, I, I got the whole kit and caboodle for fifteen dollars. So I'm, I'm not gonna bitch, but man, it's, 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 it's rough. It's shitty. Yeah, I stopped playing that like months ago. Unfortunately, it's dude, I remember your first live stream. It was a fucking shit show. It was <laughs> oh, so funny, yeah. dude. I'm not, mean, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I yucked it up the whole time. They've, they've, they, they fixed a lot of the stuff. Uh, it's, it's running better, but like anything that's like created, uh, created characters, created arenas, move sets. Uh, it's, it's still like a, a fucking like sixty forty split. Like you're, you're probably gonna freeze up at some point. Well, That's, like then what um, the fuck's the point? Because like half of people want to play with created stuff. They don't want to wrestle as Roman Reigns. They want to wrestle as themselves to beat Roman Reigns' ass. Like, come on. You would think that, but like I because so so with the last update, they uh, they borked community creations pretty bad to where you have to wait like five minutes to get to community creations to download anything. Oh my god, fuck that. Yeah, nonsense. it's bad. And I'm like, so glad, like I'm glad I, was, I I'm, I'm glad I made us on there, and then I uploaded it to the zeitgeist of, of PlayStation Network, and I said, "Fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> well, and so I was on the WWE Games Reddit trying to see if anybody else had this problem. It got like three comments and like two upvotes about it, and that's it. So, like, honestly, I think that there's probably a large amount of the the fan base who actually buy the game to actually play as the characters that intended. Weird, right? So look, I've got. <clears throat> I'm gonna speak here for a minute. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got a. What the a fuck are you doing a... on the Beef the Legend podcast? What the hell, man? Oh. Beef, I'll mute your ass. I can do it. <laughs> Go look, ahead, Ransom. Look, look. All joking aside, 
I can't wait to catch the corona and spread it to you. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Damn, Gina. If I come down with this, first place I'm going is your house. And I don't give a shit if you don't let me in. I will swan dive through one of those basement windows straight into your place, and I'll lick everything you own. I'll lick your cat. I don't care. Um, <laughs> ne- never mind. One, never the mind. The one good thing. <laughs> sh- shut up, face. Nope. <laughs> the one good thing that's going to come out of this empty arena bullshit that they're doing now, at least for AEW, I don't know about WWE, but at least for AEW, is the first time they are back in front of a crowd, you know damn well that AEW is going to be smart about how they bring Matt Hardy out and how they bring Brody Lee out. It's not just going to be, oh, here's a match with Brody Lee in it, and oh, here's a match with Matt Hardy in it. No, 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 no. When they're back in front of a live crowd, they're going to bring those two guys out the right way. And the pops that they didn't get during their empty arena debuts, the pops that they get whenever they come out, once the crowd is back, is going to more than make up for what they missed on their debuts. Because I have faith in AEW that they're going to introduce these guys to the live crowd the correct way. And when they do, that pop is going to be off the charts. So there's a so AEW does an incredible AEW does an incredible job in building people. Look at look at Moxley, who who needed no introduction, who needed no build. They have been handling him with kid gloves, and it's help fucking help me. It's working, dude. He gets he he gets the Jan Cena entrance kind of. You know, Justin oh, Roberts. Jan Moxley, Justin yeah. Roberts S is that D all day long. It's like mm-hmm. Jan five minutes later. Jan Moxley. But, but but he's not the only one. They oh, no. do no, a great that. job with Jake Hager. Um he wrestles very infrequently so that when he does, it's an attraction. Oh, no, uh, and, I, and I agree. Was, yeah. They're 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 doing the same thing with Archer, with Wardlow. Uh, and I assume that they're going to do the same thing with Brody Lee and and with Matt Hardy that they're going to make these guys b- before and, and yes they're 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 going to become staples of the brand I feel but before that happens they're going to feel like such an attraction that you know oh I can't miss Matt Hardy tonight you know so yeah I mean AEW is very smart with the business and and I think and I I'll I'll give the black hat some credit I I think that's Jim Ross's influence uh, J- Jim Ross is very smart with personnel, very smart with moves, and very, very, very shrewd with how to get talent over. So um, I, 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 I feel like they're doing everything right. Uh, plus, the uh, the other thing, the the other boon from this is that AEW, uh, you know, jumped up in the ratings. I think by like two hundred thousand people last night uh, to their. Uh, second highest mark this year right after the new year's day show you know when 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 there's no competition and there wasn't really competition last night um it's 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 a slam dunk and you know there again that's eyes on product that's an extra 200,000 people who saw hey is that Luke Harper hey that's Matt Hardy and are now going to be like I got to get me a Rey Mysterio see- t-shirt I got to get me a I'm sorry, I was flashing back to uh, your collar elbow tie-up with uh, Tom. Go on. <laughs> You're not you know wrong. What, you, know, you know what t-shirt you need to get? The quarantine and stream shirt. 
now available now in my listen. section of Google Gaming. Now listen, <laughs> you're a sponsor, so I'm going to let you get away with like one of those a night, but that's enough, sir. Um, <laughs> that's listen, enough. what else? I'm out of work right now. What the hell else do I have to do to hang my hat on? I have nothing else <laughs> but my stream. You let me have this, good sir. You have the beef, the power driver podcast, so I don't want to hear it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not oh, say yeah. things. Let's Making... not say things we can't take back, like calling beef good, sir. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> just calm oh, down. God, I was. I, listen, in all honesty, I was really looking forward to tonight, getting back into the getting back into the grind here and uh, chatting with you faces. So uh, thanks for helping to put a smile on my face. Although I'm not uh, in desperate uh, in desperate throws or anything like that i'm not you know like i'm, I'm not uh running out of shit paper and having to you know drag my ass on the lawn like a dog or anything like that or the uh, escalator rail or the escalator <laughs> i love that one that was good that um, made me want to throw up and and, and, and by all <laughs> rights every everything will be okay because we'll you know should be able to file for unemployment how, however long this nonsense goes on for uh, you know, thank you for uh, for putting a little bit of an extra smile on my face. But go on, face. Yeah, man, that's the, like, and, and that, that's what I said at the top of the show. You know, uh, and, and and in the middle of the show, is that you know, that's that's what Vince is doing in AEW. They're giving us something. They're putting smiles on our faces, or at least trying to. Uh, I, I I think Vince is trying. I really do. Um, which which is making us talk and put smile on other faces. So that's that's that that's the goal. Smiles in faces. Um. So NXT last night, and, and, I'll, and I'll touch on this. Um, kind of so wanted to hear I, what I, Ransom I, still had to say, but go on. I I, I thought he was done. Or, I'm sorry, Ransom. Did you have another thought? No, I was done. I went and I went and peed, and I'm I'm back here enjoying the beef cast. <laughs> oh no, are you are you back in the tree? It's it's springtime. No, it's, you... it's not warm enough to be outside yet. Okay, okay. Um, so with the uh, NXT. It was it was widely reported last night that um, also fuck you guys if 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 I'm the only one that's watching this shit of course I gotta fucking steer this fucking Titanic um, so um, NX yeah because good Thank lord you, there's nothing in wrestling to talk about except the current product fear God in heaven if only there weren't years and years of wrestling to talk about facts to talk about what's going on here today. Thousands of years ago, before the dawn of McMahon as we knew him, uh, <laughs> the uh, NXT was widely reported as having no matches last night. So um, they, the uh, the ratings dipped. Uh, they did just over 500,000, which is the lowest I think that they've ever done. Um, so that's you know it, that, that's what happens when you say, "Hey, we're not putting matches on tonight." Uh, you're 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 going to lose half of your you know your your viewing base. But I'll be honest. I guffawed myself and I kind of scoffed through it. In reality, last night's NXT was probably the one that I fast-forwarded through the least amount. Um, the entire first hour was a video package with Ciampa and Gargano. Um, basically, interview segments, but they were like in a steel chair, like talking with the camera very intimately. Um, it's not like so it was they're, like they're unreleased... back to being enemies again. Yes, yes, the oh, the greatest boy. frenemies that ever lived. Um, like fucking Ross and Rachel wrestling. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, man. They were on a break. They were on, they were yeah. on a break. <laughs> um, yes. It's and, and 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 it's cool because it's it's not like it was unreleased footage. This is like new interview footage that they did for last night. 
Um, and so they, they interlaced with, you know, some, uh, the, the old NXT clips, you know, from the Cruiserweight Classic, from DIY's uh, rise to their fall to the, the first falling out, and then the re-DIY, and then the second falling out, and then the re-re-re-DIY, and the third yep. falling out. I'm sorry, breaking we news. This is breaking news. This is for Tom. Hey, Tom, guess what? What? According to IGN.com, GameStop employees are told to keep stores open because they are essential business among the COVID-19 outbreak. Yes! I live on! <laughs> okay. Do you I'm do sorry, a lot sorry. of business at GameStop? Or? I, I do, actually. I, I do. Oh, okay. I do my pre-orders there. I mean, I... He, yeah. He's waiting for two awesome games to come in uh, I, in April. Three. Well, three, if you if oh. you really want to... If this extends out to May. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake... Resident Evil 3 Remake and Last of Us 2, which is kind of apropos that, you know, that one. <laughs> I, you know, and that's, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to stay on wrestling. Um, so, oh, but the, uh, the, the package that they put together with Johnny and, um, and Tommaso was very, very good. And uh, the way that they interlaced, and they, they, they didn't show, like, complete matches at all. They just showed like clips and like the bulks of matches. So I I, I I thought it was really well done. They did something similar with Finn. Um, they, they, they kind of gave him his moment in the sun, and then they let Rhea Ripley kind of close out the show. It was well put together. Uh, it's obviously nothing that was going to compete with live action over on AEW, but or it was live good sex for what celebrations. it was. Or live sex celebrations. I don't know. It was. I had to get that one in. Giggity. But uh, wait, it was wait, it was not bad. Wait. Yes. Your mother. I got my own buttons. I got my own that's the ransom button. That's the ransom action figure. Oh my action god, figure. we need a ransom you pull soundboard. The string, you, pull, you pull the string on the ransom action figure and it just goes, I'll kill you. Nut, nut, nut. I'll kill you first. And then you hold the string like you used to, so go, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my dear friend Ransom, my my dear friend Ransom, sounds like you have something on your mind that you'd like to talk about from yesteryear. So please, the floor is yours. No, I don't. I have nothing to talk about. (laughs) Well, this was this was good. Well, what the fuck are you breaking balls for, man? (laughs) Because he can. Because he's right. Well, look, when I get to, well, the, the uh, you know, every Go 45 on. minutes yes. when I get to say something, oh, the, there's nothing for me to do except uh, to bust your balls there, fucking jabber John Magoo. <laughs> Dick balls. Listen up. Listen up, <laughs> duckweed. All right. So. Hey, can you tell me what happened on uh, TNA this week? Maybe NWA? Tell me about the, the baby movement. Let's hear about some well, Smoky the, Mountain wrestling there, dickhead. Motherfucker. The, it's the best, the motherfucker. <laughs> the fucking was great this week. Thank you very much, you fucking louse. Louse. Um, you heard what me. That means. Wow. Can you define that? There's a louse in the house. There's a loose loose moose in the hoose. <laughs> oh boy. In the hoose. Oh, everything's gone off the rails. No, like, so thinking thinking back, 
Now let let's let's think like this. We have done like where we talked about like really great manias, keynote manias over the years, bad manias, like historically bad manias. Where do you think this one is going to sit? I know we kind of touched on it earlier, but where do you think this one is going to sit in the annals of WrestleMania history? Right Honestly, beside WrestleMania 9. Wow. Now, I mean, production-wise, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a, an absolute fucking abortion but i i think again it's this is one of those extreme cases where they're gonna have to like you can't compare it you can't like it's just gonna be it's gonna be different it's gonna be in a league of its own because given the situation that it it, of why like you know what i mean what if. Tom, you're such a smart man. That that's exactly what I was gonna say. You have to put an asterisk beside this one, even if even if it's all five star matches, and it would have otherwise been the greatest of all time. It's still gonna be weird because there are no giant pops. Now, even if it's the shittiest fucking drizzling shits ever, it's still gonna have an asterisk because we don't know what it would have been in front of a live crowd. Now, what if? They decide not all. Yeah, the, the first of all, they go ahead with WrestleMania. Second of all, what if? They go super uber cinematic with it. Like we're watching a goddamn movie. Like Lucha Underground. Yeah. Well, no, more than that. Like higher production. Like like that like, style, but more like more. Like you know like it literally is like you're going to the movie theater and watching a movie. Interesting. That's a that's that's a really good perspective. Again. Again, like I like I had mentioned earlier, WWE it always has and always will be, uh, you know, a t- a TV, uh, kind of geared, you know, like they're, TV they're first. Perform- yeah. yeah, they're performing for the people at home. Like, yes, they're performing for the people at the arena, but with all the hard camera stuff and the way they're taught that, they are performing for the people at home, and that's why they're still. That's why they're still trying to put on some semblance of a show right now is because they realize. Hey, we still have people at home. We have people watching. There's nothing else on for them to watch. We got to give them something. So, I mean, I honestly, if it, like I've never watched Lucha Underground, but if if there's a way that they can do it to make it work, to make it more cinematic or you know more, I don't know somehow TV episodic. I know they already say like the longest running episodic, blah 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 blah. I'm I'm talking like make it feel like an actual. Like an actual show where you have to, where there's like a cliffhanger and you actually have to tune in to see what really is going to happen next week. I honestly, I, I think that I, it could be, it could be well received. I think they could do it, but it's, it's going to take a lot of finessing. That's all I can say. Like it's, we're in very, very strange times. So, and I think that Vince McMahon would absolutely like, he would love that idea because he said it from fucking the get go. That this is not a wrestling program, it's an entertainment program. It's They're a television program, right? So, nope. like, a so as much as I hope we get like a whole bunch of five star matches at WrestleMania, he may be trying for something a little bit more outside the box. I mean, Poot, that's an awesome idea, man. That's like that would be super cool, right? Uh, the other thing that I thought that they should do is interlace some NXT TakeOver matches into the card as well. Um, kind of make it a celebration of all things WWE, especially especially given this year with the NXT Invasion, with Survivor Series, with, with NXT being prevalent in both Royal Rumbles. Um, 
you know, make it a tri-branded show, you, what, what have you got to lose, you know? Go on. <laughs> um, what, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on... <laughs> that was the since nobody else was talking, fuck it, I'll go. What are your guys' thoughts on them? Um, we heard it rumored that they were going to sprinkle in some of the Hall of Fame speeches and stuff into uh, the Raw and SmackDown on the weekly instead of having just the one-night thing of, like, the traditional Hall of Fame ceremony. And keep in mind, I mean, like... We we have to we have to think outside the box and not go knee jerky because again we're in very strange times. But what are what are your guys' thoughts in general? I personally happen to think it's a it's a good idea and it'll give them extra content, you know, to to fill their show with. Uh, yeah, go on, give me give me some feedback. First of all, let's let's I, I and I've been remiss not to fucking say this for the last like three weeks. Um, Fucking awesome that the British Bulldog is finally getting in. Yeah, kudos. It's about damn time. And they're putting in Houston Thunder Liger as well, who just retired. That's pretty um, great. You know. Oh, are they? I didn't yeah, hear that they are. That's, Oh, good. good. Um, so, so, like, can you, you know. Can you recap for me, Beef, before you get on one of your freaking Beef pod tangents? Uh, who's all going in so far to the Hall of Fame this year? You know, Duckweed, I paused and I left, like, 40 seconds for you to fucking talk, and you didn't. <sighs> Duck Don't weed? you grape at me? You heard me. No, I, I am, but I'm very confused. Don't grape or, I'll, I'll, or I'll banana him. You. I'll grape with you anytime I want to. There, there, wino. So you can <laughs> grape me anytime. You can you grape me anytime, Ransom. Anyway, this year, you hot. Uh, so hot the shitty Bella rocks. twins. Uh, the 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 shitty Bella twins. Okay, you uh, know, say what you will, but okay, that's that's the only one that I'm really going ugh about. Yeah. Um, JBL. Good. Let me pull it up here. Hold on. Uh, 2020. Uh, JBL, British Bulldog. I'm going from memory here. Um, uh, uh, Houston Thunder Liger. Um, oh, the NWO. Uh, Batista. Is it Hogan Hall and Nash? Yeah, and six. And six. Okay. Whatever. All right. And um, that's, that's all that have been announced so far. The Bellas, NWO, uh, JBL. Bulldog, Thunderliger, and Batista. Now, how long, how long I would have to imagine that Ron Simmons is going to put JBL in, right? Oh my You'd God! You think so? Yeah. You has to. Um, so Diana Smith, the uh, the widow of the Bulldog, was told that they're going to do like the official stuff at SummerSlam, which I think is behoove WWE. Um, I. Yeah, I, I I get it, and, and and it would be great to fill their weekly content with it, but man, like even even Batista, I I don't I don't want to take too much away from him because his star was his his star was bright and burned out very fast, but it was really good when it was really good. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a shitty thing to do to them to say, hey, you're in the Hall of Fame when there is not a Hall of Fame ceremony, but hey, you're in the Hall of Fame. It, it, you know, and, and I get it. It's more about the honor. It's not about the induction. But I mean, you know, fuck's sake. So that induction I, is part of that honor, though. It is, and 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 the stories, and you know, that's that's why the Hall of Fame ceremony is great. That's why people watch the son of a bitch because you you, you get all these fucking stories, and you fucking know, you know that JBL is going to have some stories. Like you oh, know, 
So, like, and, and, and I mean, Batista will probably put together some good stuff, too. So, I, you know, I, to me, I don't think you can take that away from them. And, and, and I think you probably have to move it. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you asshole snickering at? Nothing. What am I missing? Poop put a thing to think. Of course he did. He was thinking this thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just love I love Beef's reaction. <laughs> and that's Ransom's reaction, just like what the fuck is going on here? You can you can hear that face because it's eh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What? Also, he's missing a tooth. That's weird. Um. So, uh, like I I I don't know, man. Ooh. I think they should. I think they should. Um. If they're gonna make Mania a two-day event, make time for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but of of all things, I think that the Hall of Fame is something that needs to have a crowd for, and and that's super weird to say, but like I can get behind seeing wrestling with no crowd, um, and 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 like a quiet wrestling match again. You know, Japan, AEW, both of them proved that that can be done, but. To have a Hall of Fame induction ceremony with no applause, with no like hooting and hollering, no chance, you know, it, it, it's going to come off super flat. I I get this feeling that even though we're going to be getting WrestleMania again, supposedly, allegedly, on April fourth and fifth this year, two night celebration. I, I get the feeling that they're probably going to try and do something big for SummerSlam or down the road uh, this year. So either like in Tampa Bay at the uh, at the um, Raymond James Stadium or, you know, make SummerSlam an outdoor event in the football field, wherever it's being held. So I, I figure they're probably going to give that whole like pomp and circumstance thing to us just at a later time when they're able to. So I, and that's, that's, I've not read anything about that. Nothing at all is confirmed. I just, I, wheels have been turning like that for the last couple of days. So to me, I, I, I would save the Hall of Fame for that or for SummerSlam, to be honest with you. I would save the Hall of Fame for when you can have people there. And it's not about, it's, it's completely different, like you said, Beef, than a wrestling match. The whole Hall of Fame ceremony is, the point of that is to be recognized in front of the fans that enjoyed your career and your, your peers, your colleagues who helped you have that career. So to do like the Hall of Fame in front of nobody, I don't really feel like it gives justice or it does justice to the people that are going in. The people that are going in deserve to be recognized in front of the fans and the colleagues that watch their career and help them get to where they're at. I really hope that they do justice to the people going in this year and allow them to have that recognition. It's a know, situation in front, the, in front of the crowd they deserve. It's a situation that truly does deserve the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> yes, it does. Like it's on the Orton much. one. Sorry. <laughs> You're right, could 100 100%. Wow. Where the fuck do you keep finding these boot? I dude, honestly, don't worry about it. Let it just be my gimmick. Apparently. So look, well, let's, you know, uh, let's let's you take know, a break. He... 
he put put memes while we talk. You play video games while we talk. Ransom pisses while we talk. I'm that's that's why it's the fucking beef legend podcast. So I'm the only damn professional here. You bastards. Beef oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Never I couldn't talking. hear you over the other things I do in my life. Yeah, no. Shit. I love you guys. I love you I, too. Uh, so look, let's let's take a break from the current wrestling talk. We can get back into it after this. But let's take you a do little. Have some gold a, um, let's take a little uh, hot tag trivia break. Ah, please! Ooh, we can bounce back into anything we got to talk about, but let's just do this and break it up a bit. Listen, I got I, I I got a really damn good banger of a question for Beef, but I'd like to I'd like to go last, like asking him because the other you other two can chime in. I I don't think anybody's gonna get this, but so I would like to ask last. All right, I will start. Um, who do I want to start with? Oh, you're gonna um, start with me, huh? Who? I, 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 okay, sure. Uh, so, I, I had a couple ones bouncing around, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you this one. Um, WrestleMania seasons, you know that all my topics are WrestleMania related. <clears throat> so, last year at WrestleMania, um, all of the singles titles were defended and put on the line. Uh, actually, I think all of the titles were put on the line, uh, as as one does at WrestleMania. There was one title that was one singles title, excuse me, that was successfully defended. Two titles in total were successfully defended, but um, one singles title was successfully defended, meaning the champion walked in with the belt and walked out with it. What champion? Who was it? And what match was it? And who did they beat? I'm I'm sorry. Run that by me one more time. So you want to know? 35. You want to know? Wait, you want to know what belts were defended successfully? That's basically what WrestleMania it boils down 35. To. There was one singles match, so all all the singles titles were all the titles were defended. There was one singles title that did not change hands. What belt was it? Who was the champ? And who they beat? Um. Well, I know, I know that the cruiserweight belt changed because we thought it was cool for Tony Nese to get the belt. I remember that. I can't remember who had it. Buddy Murphy, man, the best kept secret. Was it? Mur oh, it was Murphy at that point. I thought oh. it was. Uh, um, so I, I don't know. I just didn't think it was Murphy. Sanjay Dutt. Um. Wow, that's a fucking weird name for you to say. You said you said singles title, correct? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Listen for the clippity clap of Poot's keyboard as he looks up the answer. <laughs> I have a silent keyboard. You'd never know. Oh, that's how you always get them. No, actually, you want to hear my keyboard? You no. ready? It's pretty loud. Mm, I have yeah. I have the those sweet mechanical keys. What he's actually doing? He's actually muting his mic and using uh, his uh, his Google Voice on his phone. Yep, that's exactly right. You nailed it, beef. That's why. That's why he always asks me to repeat it. That way, he can like just feed my voice into Google Voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, it's because you yammer and yammer and make it more complicated than it has to be. Poot at WrestleMania 35. What singles title didn't change hands? See how easy that was. <laughs> he has a point. You dope. Nailed it. Um. Uh. The. Uh, I'm Ballard. the biggest in the world. Ballard. You've already taken longer than the damn match was. No, no. Ba wait. 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was uh um uh that was Joe Mysterio. It was Joe it was Mysterio, Joe Mysterio yes, because sir. we were wildly underwhelmed. I can't remember yep. what but was it for it wasn't the IC IC belt was Balor. Balor won it last year. So it was yep. um it was the it had to have been the US belt. Correct on all accounts. Yes. yes. Uh, reportedly, Rey Mysterio was injured, and that's why they went uh, uh, very soft on it. But yeah, no, Joe. See, Joe basically decimated him. Squashed the fuck out of him. Yeah. Um, yep. It was, dude. Like the, um, uh, it was. What am I trying to say here? No, I thought he just went. Uh, I thought Mysterio didn't have an injury. I thought he. Well, he did have an injury. He injured his pride uh, because his uh, ring attire was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I remember he looked. It, it was really bad. It was absolutely bad. Um. Yeah. Wow. That feels like so long ago already. Right. That feels so long ago. This has been a weird fucking year. Yeah, it really has. Man, 2019 2020 and 2020. Tag teaming you no lube. <laughs> All right. Uh, do I get Tom yeah. for this one? No, you would get Ransom. Okay, and Ransom. Ransom. Hey, Ransom. Hi. Um, Tell me, in WWF slash WWE, how many titles did Jake the Steak Roberts hold? Oh. I don't know shit about Jake the Snake. Um, That's disappointing. Well. That's for true. He, he was never WWE champion, right? I don't know. That's part of the question. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, a point, sir. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Let's try and break this down. I don't remember him ever being WWF champion. Mm -hmm. Didn't wrestle during WWE. I don't remember him being a tag champion. I don't think the hardcore championship was around with, with Jake. So that's either intercontinental or European. Was it Jake? Yeah, it had to have been. Uh, I don't think he was European. So that's intercontinental. How many intercontinental title reigns did he have? Damn son, I don't, I don't think he was intercontinental. Was he ever a champion? Gonna need an answer here, cowboy. I want to, I want to say he was never a champion. He never held a belt. You are absolutely correct, Jake. The Snake Roberts never held a title in WWE slash WWF in his entire tenure. Son of a bitch! I, I thought he was change. intercontinental champion. Wow, nope, not a one. I don't wow. remember a title reign, any title reign of his. You want to, you want to talk about some egregious problems? That's an egregious one. Jake the Snake should have at least been IC belt. Absolutely, at the very least. My goodness. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, but that's a different, different time. Like you can say the same thing with Hacksaw. Like you know, yeah, he's kind of wonky uh, and whatever, dude. But I mean, no, dude no, no. was over. With with you can't you can't with Hacksaw. You just can't. Like, you can't say that with Hacksaw. Like, Jake the Snake is something completely different. Oh, I agree. Uh -oh. But it's, 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 it's an example. Like, there, there, there are other people from that era 
that was like, oh man, like this was like the hottest mid card talent ever. How did they not get X, Y, or Z belt? You know, that's that is true. But you are correct, Ransom. He never held one belt. Poor Jake. That's a shame. I know it is a shame. At least he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. Which just goes to show there. that even uh, we we've, we've talked about it before with uh, you know saying some people had Hall of Fame careers or not or this or that. I can't remember what podcast it was on. It was it was within this last month. We were saying, like, well, you know, you don't need, don't necessarily need a title belt or a title reign or whatever to, uh, to, to warrant a Hall of Fame career. You can just have uh, some sort of impact because look at, look at Roddy Piper, you know? Like, or Coco Beware. Yeah. Oh. Well, Listen, I think, I think we should start voting people out of the Hall of Fame, starting with Coco Beware. And Goldberg. <laughs> and Goldberg. Oh. Please, yep. for the love of God, can we get him out? Yeah. All right, right, yeah, yeah. That celebrity ring wing and needs to yeah. All right. Hit me with it. Hit hey, me with it. Pete Ransom. Rose deserves to be in there, damn it. He took a lot of stones. Yeah, he it's did. True. And he Drew was entertaining. But Pete Rose does. He was entertaining. Yeah. All right, Tom, I don't know if you're gonna get this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you might, I don't know. What the, what the fuck do I know? So I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you, and if you in in typical Tom fashion, go got nothing. I'm out. Uh, I'm gonna pass it. To <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let beef uh, be the tag in here if, if Tom doesn't get this. Okay. Ooh, sloppy seconds. Um, yeah, that's well. That's how you like it. Well, I've never um, heard anyone be so excited for sloppy seconds. <laughs> Ooh. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Go on. So, Ravens flock. It was one of my favorite stables, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's—I feel like it's an underrated stable because I, I thought it was very entertaining. There, there, there have been a plethora of members of Ravens Flock. There have been two members of Ravens Flock, however, that have been WWF slash WWE champions. Oh, name those two people. I can't even remember who was all in Raven's Flock, to tell you the truth. Tom, so, Tom, if I, what, yeah. what? Are, Hold on. Are, now, what were you saying, I Poop? Just, well, I, what I was going to say is, do you want? I want clarification on what constitutes. Are you saying the WWE Championship or a WWE Championship? Right. A WWE Champion. There we go. Oh, Two members it. of Raven's Flock have held the WWE Championship. Have held the WWE Championship? Yes. Oh. Fuck. Well, they've held WWE slash WWF, whatever. They didn't help. They didn't hold the universal. They didn't hold the world. These two people specifically. But you're talking about the top belt, though. Like the the top top belt. belt. Okay. Um. Well, I got nothing. (laughs) Oh, we gotta have a shirt. We gotta have a shirt. It says, I got nothing. Honestly, I, I just don't remember who was all in Raven's Flock because I'm trying to think back to, uh, to like, WCW. Um, but I don't remember if there was, a, like, a reiteration or rebirth of Raven's Flock whenever he came to WWF or not. No. There was not. Nope. Um, so the Raven's Flock was uh, Raven, obviously, if, Van Hammer. If, 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 I was going to say, if you... If, it, would it would it be very glaringly obvious if you gave me who the members of the flock were? 
No, because I can name them, but I don't know who it is. Okay, Loading. so can we do can we do that? Will you give me the names the names of yeah. Ravens? Well, I'm asking Ransom. Thanks, Beef. No. But anyways, no, <laughs> Jesus, I no, won't. Okay. Beef can. What's that? I said I won't. But if Beef can do it from memory without looking it up, yeah, he can do it from memory. Sure. Okay, Beef, give me the members of Ravens flock, and then I'll try to answer the question. How about that? Yep. Okay. Raven, uh, Scotty Riggs. Van Hammer, Loki, or I'm sorry, Lodi, not Loki, uh, Lodi, um, Billy Kidman, Saturn. I'm missing one. Horace Raven. Hogan. Maybe not. Oh, was Horace in the flock? Cowboy yeah. Bob Orton. Cowboy Bob Orton was not there. Uh, so yeah, then, 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 then that's it. Then Raven, Van Hammer, Scotty Riggs, uh, Billy Kidman. Uh, also known as Sick Boy, um, Saturn was in and out, and then uh, yeah, Hor- Horace Hogan. So I, I I can't name a one of them that's been a WWE or the WWE or WF or whatever world champion. Raven champion, was whatever. a hardcore champion. Yeah, I know. Yep, so okay, Saturn. So I think Kidman won the cruiserweight belt. Kidman yep. did win. And, the, Kid, Kidman did win the. Cru- yeah, Kidman won the cruiserweight belt. I know Saturn was never a WWE. Slash WWF heavyweight champion. He was maybe European, at best. European, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, he was at best maybe European or tag. European. European. Ooh. Um, Fuck. So, none of them. None of them were ever. Nobody was ever a, a WWE slash WWF champion from the I flock. I think. Beef, are you concurring with that? I think there's a trick question here. Um. <laughs> Like it feels like a trap. Um, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying nobody was that. Nobody was Admiral ever. The, nobody, nobody was ever the top, the top champion. Now many of them have been other title holders in WWE, but nobody was ever the WWE heavyweight champion. That's my answer. His phrasing is throwing me because just just the way that he's very protective about the wording. He's being um, very like, coy. If he's if if he's saying top belt, none of them have weight. Unless you're talking about the WWF slash WWE Hardcore Championship, which was the nope. W. Okay, okay, because that was technically the WWF Championship that was busted up. So my so my um, answer nope. is not a one of them. So what? So and I concur. The, so what's the correct okay. answer, Ransom? So the correct answer was. And I wasn't, wasn't you know, planning anything here. I said that there were two. There were two. Keep in mind, Raven's Flock did not exist just in WCW. Raven's ECW. Flock existed in ECW and Fuck. in TNA. Oh. Oh, CM Punk. CM Punk was a member of Raven's Flock in TNA. It was him and Julio De Niro until they got in a fight. Yep. Cactus Jack. Mick Foley was a member of Raven's Flock in ECW. Wow. Wow. So it was CM Punk and Mick Foley that held the WWF slash WWE championships that were members of Raven's Flock. Son of a bitch. Wow, you got I me there, think, fucker. I think in I, I think in TNA they're called the Gathering, but I I I you you got me. I well, like the I'm gathering about, as a name. I'm about to really name. I'm about to really get you beef. You ready for this? 
All right. The Hollywood He's bombs. yours. He's yours, Tom. Sick him. All right. <laughs> the Hollywood so, bombs. The Hollywood bombs. So here we I go. Love so, that. so beef is well documented oh, as being yeah. a very big AEW mark. Now, we know that when AEW started, there's a whole big hubbubaloo about the title belt being stolen or lost or whatever, blah, 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 cool. blah. Yeah. So my question to you, Beef, okay? <clears throat> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of a multi-parter. So this was not the first time that, uh, that a World Heavyweight Championship had been stolen. My question to you is... It, it, that it happened to uh, one of uh, one of Vince's belts. I want you to tell me who was the champion, what title got stolen, and if it got recovered when it got recovered. Wow! Did I say when it got stolen? That's because, yeah, that's a toughie. When, when did it get stolen? Who was the champ? So start with that. So, first of all, is this a WWF or WWE title? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I think I remember hearing something about it, and that's why they switched out the belt, and that's why they had a new belt, I think. Oh, God. Was it the Big Blue Eagle? Um, or the, not, not, uh, the, the Big Blue Belt, because um, that's why they brought in the, the Smoking Skull? Um... Or was it before that? And that's where they switched to the Winged Eagle. Ah, uh, could have been the Intercontinental yeah. title because Austin threw it off a bridge. Or did Austin? Yeah, Austin threw it off the bridge first. Um. To be fair. To be fair. Thank you. Uh, to be fair, that was a replica he threw off there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, damn it, so, I know who it was. So that's that's what I'm thinking. That's why they... I think that's why they did the... Um, we the talked about this, I think. Did we? I don't remember. Mm, maybe. Um, we did. Like that, that, that's why I think they did the Intercontinental title swap. That's, so that was the one that initially came to my mind. Was when Austin threw it off the <laughs> bridge. Because I, I knew that he didn't, didn't throw the real belt in. And then they moved to, like, the streamlined purple title, which was cool for a time. Uh, I'm glad they went back to the retro one uh, and then to the new one, which is, you know, whatever. Um, I like it. But uh, so that's that's my answer. Um, I believe that it was the Intercontinental title, the classic belt um, that they then wrote off of the story as Austin throwing it in the river and then giving the, the, the purple Intercontinental title to The Rock. The win, I don't remember. Um, would have been 90, probably 97. What year did Stone Cold get King of the Ring? Was that 97? I think it was 97. Or 96, so. Um, I'll, I'll say April 1st, 1997. Someone got the Intercontinental, the Rock got the Intercontinental title stolen from him, so they wrote off TV and gave him the new one, and Stone Cold put the uh, the replica in the lake. Nope. Ooh, 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 ooh. I know part of that answer, I think. Ooh. Go ahead. I have a guess. 
I could have swore we talked about this. Um, didn't Walter have his WWE Fuck. title belt stolen? I have no idea, but no, that's not the one. That's not the, that's not the one I'm referring to. I don't he know, did, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he, he did have his, out of his stolen. car or something. Yeah, yep. and it was it was it was not recovered. They gave they they gave him the brand new one. Yep, it was yeah. it was in Chicago uh, this past uh, SummerSlam. Yep. But well, I have a that. Tom. I have a guess, and it might be kind of a technicality answer. Okay, go ahead. Okay, was it whenever Alundra Blaze left and she took the belt and threw it in the trash? No, no, it's oh, way okay. too obvious. No, no, you guys are all way off. And I said it was a deep cut. So here we go. I mean, Ransom's technically right because that did happen to Walter. But go on. I'm referring to back in 1963. With Bruno oh, wow. San Martino, he got the WWF title stolen oh. from the locker room in Madison Square Garden. You want to know when they found it? When? August of 2012 in Johnny Barron's attic. Wow! <laughs> Who the fuck is Johnny Barron? Exactly. Some fucking wrestler. <laughs> That's fucking wow. cool. That's Dude, hilarious. Especially with San Martino. Like, San Martino's one of those old guys... Who like he 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 could slap you around and like legit make you tap out like to have the stones to take the belt from him, dude. But it was it was just one of those things. I was listening to I was listening to Jericho's podcast and uh, after after he lost the you know after he lost the title to Moxley, uh, one of his episodes was he's like well he's like you know now that I'm no longer the champion he's like I feel like we can shine some light on you know what exactly the hell happened. Uh, so with with all the uh, with all the kafuckery with the AEW title, it was legit stolen. But like, if you need to go back and listen to it, like it makes absolutely no fucking sense of like how nobody knew anything at all of what was going on. Like it seems very very suspicious. So, but yeah, that's uh that's uh, that's my deep cut for you, B. What a fucking cool question. And and yeah, and, right, and to, and to be and, and to be fair, to you be fair. you uh, you asked the piss. Oh, that was a good one. That was good. You asked the piss poor question because you're like, I said one of Vince's belts, and you said, was it a WWF or WWE title? And I said yes, because fair enough, one or the other. <laughs> so. Good, que- good right, question. Anybody got anybody got anything else, or are we uh, are we done here? Do we have a hot tag? Or, uh, that not, was hot tag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we certainly do. We uh, it's it's been a hot minute. Let's uh, let's give Mr. Maniac his time in the. Uh, Mr. Maniac. Hey, while uh, while Beef's looking up the uh, the stump the chumps questions, I just want to take this time to uh, thank one of our sponsors at least, uh, Sean Tischler over at IWC uh, IWC Clearfield. His Facebook group page there. Go check it out. Uh, that way you can keep up to date with what's going on with IWC and whether or not it's going to be coming to Clearfield. Obviously, yeah. we're in kind of uh, trying times, so we don't even know if the show's going to go on. So, well, uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to his Facebook page, and uh, you know, hopefully, he will have some updates on what's going on. It also doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you something. No matter what, Pootmas will go off without a hitch. <laughs> Except for so so, uh, did you? Uh, I'm hoping that this is kind of all resolved by them, but I I have my doubts. Uh, but uh, Pudmus was uh, the the next takeover, the next UK takeover, and I I thought that that was the next chance we might have to see Balor versus um, 
uh, Walter, which they uh, in uh, in Balor's piece last night on NXT, um, he made very clear that he still wants to make that happen. But obviously, with travel arrangements being what they are, you know, no one's getting in or out of the fucking UK or at this point the United States. So, um, you know. But uh, hopefully, that's that's what my mind went to was, oh, man, the next takeover is on Putmus, so uh, maybe maybe they'll do Walter versus uh, Balor then, but uh, probably not at this rate. That makes me sad. That's right? a sad Putmus Eve. It is a sad Dude, Putmus Eve. This, but, might uh, be, you know. this might be the saddest of Putmus Eves of ever, aside well, from the very first I... one, whenever it, the inaugural one. <laughs> I, uh... Are you are you saying that your birth was a sad occasion, Poot? Because that's just fucking depressing. Let's just move on. Okay. So. <laughs> I like how uh, you just all laugh at his dismay. Oh. Because that's what um, friends do. That's what no. we do. Sats, I, I, where are you? <laughs> exactly. I had a I had a thought, but it's but it's 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 fucking in the east. Hey, down. Um. So stop the chumps. Um. In the mid '80s, there was a WWF title that had that only had one champion. Um, he said WWE, but it was WWF, obviously. Uh, once this wrestler left temporarily, the title was retired. What was this championship, and who was this only champion? Oh fuck! I don't think it's the million dollar title because I think that Virgil actually beat Ted DiBiase for he, it at one point. He did. Well, and Stone Cold was a was the million dollar champion. So was Ted DiBiase Jr. So that's not it. That's true. Um, no, the WWE. There, I I looked at a list a long time ago about like fuckery that had occurred where they were like introducing random belts for a while, mm-hmm. and like like the mid eighties. Wait, now what, read the question about how it got retired or whatever again or whatever happened in. In the mid '80s, there was a WWE title that only had one champion. Once this wrestler left temporarily, the title was retired. What uh, okay. was this championship, and who was its only champion? See, I was thinking it was going to be some sort of trick question, but the way it's worded doesn't make it sound that way. But I was going to say something about the women's tag team championship because that was around way. That was in existence for a long time, actually. I was going to say, well, in the '80s, though. I don't know if it was still around by then or not, so that's true. You no, know, wait, this was, oh, wait this, hold this, on. Hold on. Maybe that maybe what's going that route. Because the women's championship was uh was kind of gone for a while and didn't resurface. So when did the women's championship leave? Like from the early seventies and eighties. Yeah, but that belt has like a defined lineage. This is like it sounds like one and done. Okay. Um This was probably It's the gobbledygooker. <laughs> some sort of um, like North what, American. I was gonna say like a regional European title champion. Yeah, like that's some kind what of, I'm thinking. Like northeastern champion or something. Well, mid eighties is mid mid eighties would be awful weird for them to do like a like a, like a regional. I, I was thinking like a country specific one that's not like. The U.S. because obviously the WCW had the U.S. title, which was their answer to the WWE's Intercontinental title. So I think WWF just then decided to say, "Oh, well, you know what? We're going to answer that with no, you, you know, know what? The, Hold the on, I think no, I think English you're on. Title. I think you're onto something. I think it might have been a North American title because I think technically the Intercontinental title 
uh was won in a tournament over in like uh was it rio de janeiro wasn't it, or something like that pat patterson won it like out of the country and then brought it to the wwe and i think they yeah, replaced but- i think they replaced the north american title with the intercontinental, intercontinental title belt. So yeah, I'm, but that was way before the mid '80s, though. I thought like, that was. I, mid- I I also thought Pedro Morales was the first. Intercontinental no, man, Pat champion. Patterson was the. Pat Patterson was Pat the first. Patterson was the first. Yeah. What did Pedro Morales do then? He he was the fr- a famous Mexican wrestler. Oh, I'm gonna look up Pedro Morales. And a and a, and an awesome mug. Um. So the mid mid '80s, we're talking like WrestleMania one. Two, three. Was it like some sort of stupid, like fucking rock and wrestling belt? I'm betting. I no, no. I'm, I'm saying a, I, I'm saying a North American North title. American my... Championship makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but you think that they would mention something like that with the recent NXT North American Championship? Mm. Like you, like, nah, not necessarily. I. I want to say it was like a British heavyweight or something. I don't know. Um, Ransom, what do you got? Anything? No, I, I have no idea. Okay. We'll, we'll go North American champion because that does make a little bit of sense. But yeah. who was that champion? Because now, now it sounds like there's a fucking story behind it. Oh, uh, what about... um? Uh, um... Oh, what was... What was the guy that was like set to be the next big thing, and then he was in a car crash? Oh, uh, T. Uh, T. A. Magnum. Yeah, T. A. Yeah, T. A. Magnum. Magnum T. A. Or Magnum T. A. That's it. Magnum T. A. Let's go with what that. What about what if? I was, I was gonna say what about uh, Ken Patera was another one that was like you know this guy's gonna be the next guy and he was fucking terrible. Uh, but yeah, Mag- Magnum T. A. Makes okay. Well, so, so we'll say so we're gonna say North American Championship and uh, Magnum T. A. Right. Fuck it, why yep. not? Okay. I'll laugh my ass off if that's right. Just saying. P3 Podcast, always the best part of the week, especially when I stump the chumps. Thanks, Midcard. Uh, the answer <laughs> was the one, the, the answer is the one time championship was the WWF Canadian Championship. Ah. Because, and it was awarded wow. to Dino Bravo. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. All right. You know what? That's part of North America. I say we get half points. Well, I guess to say it's part of North America if you're looking at like risk territories, but sure. <laughs> I mean, it's but 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 it's actually part of North America though. Like that's Canada, North I know America, Canada, America, Mexico. Well, no, I was gonna say isn't isn't Mexico considered central to South America? Not, I mean, it's Central, central America. America. C- central America is not a thing though. Like you know, it's it's like hey, we want to be a thing, and everyone's uh. like, no, you're not a thing. There's 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 North America, there's South America. Fuck you, Central America. <laughs> oh, oh my. But but they took our jabs. Wonderful resource. Um. All right. So yeah, that uh, that kind of puts a bow on things. Um. I don't have anything else to discuss unless you know something has changed with WrestleMania between when we started talking when and when we're talking now. Um, I don't. I mean. Um, the- it has nothing to do with WrestleMania, but I did get an email from my employer. I did not read it yet, but probably oh. regarding the future. Sh- shall I? Shall shall we? Shall we indulge the listeners? Oh, we're we gonna find out live. Yeah, let's yeah, find out know. live. You want to break out? You want to break kayfabe here for a minute? Yeah, let's break do kayfabe. It. Sweet. All right. So this is this is from my uh from my uh from my franchisee, my owners at my work. 
Good evening. I hope this email finds you well in this unprecedented time. During this temporary closure, we remain committed to you. Our main goal is to attempt to ensure that your income is not interrupted. Hooray. I'm, I'm good for that. This is naturally difficult for the company as our business is not operational. However, given the current state of law, if we were to elect to temporarily lay off our staff, the unemployment compensation you would be eligible to receive would be substantially less than your weekly pay. We are not willing to compromise your income. We are hopeful that things uh, that we are hopeful that changes in the law are made to assist small businesses in dealing with the pandemic. That I, I hate using that term. I'm sorry. Anyways, it's dumb. The pandemic that would allow for a split between unemployment and employer contribution to employees who are temporarily laid off. In the absence of a change of the law, coupled with an extended length of the mandated shutdown, your total income could be affected. Uh, we hope to avoid that result, and we will give you as much warning as possible if that becomes the case. Uh, trust that we fully appreciate the importance of the situation. We will keep you regularly updated of all changes. Okay, you should not apply for unemployment at this time. Woohoo! Okay. At this time, we are happy to announce that all employees will be paid for all hours they were scheduled to work through the end of the current pay period, March 11th through the 25th. For the thirty first, uh, for the thirty first pay date. Okay, so that's cool. As a reminder, your March thirty first pay will also include hours, uh, include hours worked, gratuities, and bonuses for March eleventh through sixteenth. Okay, we will remain in contact, so please continue to check your emails, texts, and voicemails. Uh, we look forward to seeing you, uh, seeing all of you soon. Stay safe and healthy, Marcy. Okay, so well, that's exciting news for uh, you. So yeah, don't man. so don't panic so don't panic and start uh, applying for unemployment yet. Okay, cool. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Because they had told so us before this this first week that we were off through this Sunday the what is this Sunday the I don't even know what the fuck the date is anymore. The twenty second. Second. There we go. The twenty second. So they had told us that we were going to be compensated for that first week regardless. So it seems like I don't know. I guess. Uh, Basically, I don't need to apply for unemployment as of yet. So, hooray! Well, that's a well that, that's a wonderful thing. Good, good job, your Can, job. I know, and that's right? the uh, that's that's that, that's still only that's 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 still only the uh, the the second best cafe break on the podcast so far. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my! What? what? Hey, yeah, you'll, you'll find out when you go to edit and. Anyway. Oh, beef, beef completely out of you, Poot, so. Yeah, he did. <laughs> First and last yeah. name, all he was missing was uh, home address, social security card, favorite color, favorite beverage, uh, what car you drive, your license plate number, you know, your mother's maiden name. Gunther. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I did not disclose the, uh, the station ID, though, so. Oh, first and last name, though, you went hardcore on that one. Jack. Yeah, twice. That's fine, I don't care. Um, yeah, who he's the voice it? of Clearfield. People know him. So, so in any case, uh, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do here? I'm gonna act like the wrestlers placating uh, to an empty arena, and I'm gonna placate to uh, to the other sponsor. We would like to thank Casual Gaming Dad as he provides us much needed streaming in this time of need. Because what the hell else is he gonna do with his time off? So troubling times. So go check him out here on Facebook and on YouTube and Twitch. And go check out his merchandise at Ghoul Gaming, where we also have the Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast official t-shirts for sale. There you go. Well done. And I'm going to take us home. Everybody ready? Yep. Yep. It's going to be underwhelming as usual. For Alec Ransom, Poot the Bard, Pete the Legend, 
and Tiger Bomb Tom, we would like to thank you for listening. We hope you tune in next week for another episode of the Beefberg Beef Driver Beefcast. Y'all have a beef-tastic beefening. Good beef. Mm-hmm.